0: Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you for the privilege of bringing us to hear your word. Again, I pray, may the words of my mouth, the meditations of our hearts, may they be acceptable to you, our God, and our rock. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord once again. I greet you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Again, I have come with her. Just stand. She she supports me and I thank the Lord. The theme is families at the crossroads. And the topic for tonight is Holy Spirit-filled families. Holy Spirit-filled families. My brothers and my sisters, there are many people who are in dwelt by the Holy Spirit, but they are not filled by the Holy Spirit. And we're going to look at examples in the Word of God. Many people. Jesus Christ is Savior, but He's not Lord because they are not filled with Christ. They are not filled with the Holy Spirit. We want to see how you can be filled with the Holy Spirit so that families, where you come from, can be filled with the Holy Spirit. I believe today there are many volcanic families. Some are dormant, others are active. When there is a volcano in the vicinity, usually there is fear because you never know when it's going to erupt. And in many families, there is fear because the children do not know when the father or the mother is going to erupt in an uncontrollable anger. They don't know. So there's a lot of fear. I come from a background where my dad and my mom received Christ in 1957. Both of them live in heaven. I do remember as a young boy seeing my parents Seeing them born again but in slumber. They were in a state of slumber. I do remember Obote coming to Hoima. I come from Hoima. Now, we had never seen Obote. We wanted to see Obote. But my dad made sure that we wouldn't go. He gave each one of us a big chunk of garden to take care of. But we cleared it with enough energy. For him he had gone to see Obote. We said we are also going. After we had cleared, we went with our mom to see Obote. When we reached town, Mosei saw us. He didn't want us to go, yet we were there in town. We saw Obote, we celebrated, and then Mose rode the bicycle home four miles away, and we followed, of course, on foot. He arrived first, of course, and he sat by the gate, the entrance. We arrived with our mom. And then he said, if there is anyone who built this house for me, Anyone who built this house, enter. And none of us had. uh... (laughs) Somehow mom tried to enter and there was commotion inside. They were born again, but in slumber. I thank God for the reawakened movement when it came. Oh, praise the Lord. People who are in slumber were reawakened, including my dad. And for him, he did not go with the excesses, the legalistic excesses of the movement. That your hair must be this hate, your shoe must be this. No, 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 no. He was truly liberated. We thank God for dad who got to know Jesus as Savior, Jesus as Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, the late Billy Graham, in his estimate, he said 95% of all Christians born again. 95% of all Christians are carnal. In other words, Jesus is not Lord, but Jesus is Savior. Jesus is not Lord of their lives, but Jesus is Savior. Let's go to the Scriptures. 1 Corinthians 1 Corinthians Chapter 1. Now, remember that the book of Corinthians, when it was written, it had no verses. It had no chapters. So, Paul is writing to this church. Verse 2. To the church of God, which is at Corinth. To those who are sanctified in Christ... Called to be saints. He was writing to saints. However, these saints had a problem. Chapter 3. Let's go to so, sorry, chapter 2, verse 14. In the book of Ch- First Corinthians, chapter 2, 1 Corinthians. Chapter 2, verse 14. Paul is helping us to understand the three kinds of people. In verse 14 of chapter 2, he says, But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. They are foolishness. He does not understand them because they are spiritually discerned. Who is a natural man? A natural man is that person who is natural, has not been born again, has received the first birth, has not received the second birth. There are many natural men as we walk around Kampala. There are even natural men here A natural man is one who is physically alive, but has not received the Spirit of God. Then he says in verse 15, But he who is spiritual, that's another kind of person, judges all things, yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. For who has known the mind of Christ, that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. So there is a natural man, then there is a spiritual man. A spiritual man is born again. Not only is Jesus Christ Savior, Jesus is also Lord. Then there is a third kind, chapter 3 verse 1. And I, brethren, he's talking about the saints, the Corinthians, that he was talking about, in verse 2. And I, brethren, they are born again, that's why he's calling them brethren, could not speak to you as to spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babies in Christ. I fed you with milk, not with solid food. For until now, you're not able to receive it. There are people today who are unable to chew meat, only milk, because there are still babes in Christ. For you are still carnal. For where there is, there is envy, strife, Divisions. Are there divisions in the church today? That's a sign of carnality. Where there is strife. In families. That's a sign of carnality. Where there is envy. all that is a sign of carnality. And that's one of the reasons. That. Families. Uh, at the crossroads. But praise the living God. You can be filled with the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit-filled families are Christ's filled families. But first of all, who is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is God. Acts chapter 5 verses 3 to 5. He's God. He's a third person of the Trinity. He is a person. He has intellect. He has a will. He has a will. He has emotions. The Holy Spirit is God. In order for you to be filled, you need to understand that Paul commanded the Ephesian believers who were. In dwelt. Who were sealed? No, let's go. Let's go to the scriptures. Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13. He's talking about Ephesian believers. In him you also trusted. After you heard the word of the gospel. Of your salvation. In Him having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. In other words, there is a mark of ownership that you belong to the Lord. But not all those who have a mark of ownership, not all of those who have a mark of ownership. Are living the abundant life in the Holy Spirit. The other time I told you, I hope I did, my first flight experience. I was going to Harare for a conference. We entered the plane at Interme. Afternoon, I saw people fastening their belts. I also did the same. Soon the plane was airborne in the afternoon, and then I could hear a trolley. Ladies, come! Some orange, please. Some juice, and the people were drinking. When they reached me, I said, no, no thank you. Not because I was not thirsty. I didn't have the dollars. I didn't have the money. So we spent time in Nairobi, Kenya. The following day, we got on air Zimbabwe. I now knew how to handle these things, you know how to. Soon where I born, came lunch hour. Man, you could get the order very. I could hear trolleys, fish or chicken. Fish or chicken. Now I was in front and I was hungry, man. I was hungry. So when they reached me, I said, This time come and buy and buy. I must eat after all, our leader was in the plane. So, I asked for fish. We landed and the ship. You know, I was getting out with no one was touching my back. So, I told my friends that you know what? I didn't pay. They say they paying for what? I, I, I said, for the, for the lunch, I didn't pay. Then he said, don't you know that when you have a ticket, you're entitled. I said, oh, how about that, that juice? I missed the first leg. Ignorance. Ignorance. These days when I'm flying, and they come, those ladies, fish or chicken, I say both. I, say, both. <laughs> I know my rights. I know my rights. So many are indwelt with the Holy Spirit, but they are not filled. They are not filled. There is a command in Ephesians chapter 5. Verse 18, Ephesians chapter 5. We can begin from verse 15 to get the context. Say then that you walk circumspectly or wisely, not as fools but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Look at verse 18. And do not get drunk with wine in which there is dispassion or debauchery, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. It's a command. We are commanded to be filled with the Holy Spirit. It is God's will Actually, the Greek here, when you put it in English, the theologians tell us it is rendered, Be ye being filled with the Holy Spirit. Continually, continually be filled with the Holy Spirit. Somebody who is drunk, who is known to be controlled by wine, is in the habit of hitting the bottle we need to be in the habit of being filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, there is also a promise. This promise is in 1 John. There's a command. There's also a promise. 1 John, chapter 5, verse 14 and 15. Now, this 1 John, chapter 5, verse 14 and 15. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have petitions that we have asked of him. In other words, if you ask anything which is in accordance to God's will, you can be absolutely sure That God has had. And he has given you. So if you ask God. To fill you with the Holy Spirit. He will. Fill you. With the Holy Spirit. It's not for Pentecostals. It's not for that church. It's not. No, no. The promise is for you. And for your children. And for those to come. Praise the Lord. We are entitled to the drink and this cause we have paid. Jesus has paid. Praise the living God. What are the results? When you are filled with the Holy Spirit, what are the results? Galatians. Let's go to the book of Galatians. One imminent one immediate result is you'll be witnesses for Jesus Christ. But let's go to Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 23. What are the benefits? What are the results of being filled with the power of the Holy Spirit? Verse 22. But the fruit, not fruits, but the fruit of the Holy Spirit is love. Joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, humility and self-control. When you are filled with the Holy Spirit, there be love. That love cannot allow volcanoes to erupt, as I'll be showing you later. So that's the fruit of the Holy Spirit. You might be here wondering, am I filled with the Holy Spirit? Let us see. Allow me to show you something. I asked my wife to give me two fruits. And she did because we work together. I say, please give me an orange. Give me an orange. I also said, give me a lemon. So she brought me two fruits. How do you tell whether you have a lemon or an orange? Because these things look alike. So what you do is you cut, say cut. After cutting you squeeze. Say squeeze. squeeze. Again? Squeeze. You cut and you squeeze. After squeezing, you test. This is this is a bit level. How have, I, how have I known? Cutting. Squeezing, testing. Let me try another one, to know what it is. You cut you squeeze, say squeeze, squeeze. say it again, squeeze. after squeezing you yes. ah, this is an orange. This is an orange. Now here is an illustration. When you are found in squeezing circumstances at home, in the family, when you are squeezed by finances, when you are squeezed by your wife, when you are squeezed by your husband, when you are squeezed by the children, when you are squeezed by the circumstances, what is it that comes it comes out? Is it bitterness? When a border border man crosses when he shouldn't, what is it that comes out? Is it bitterness? It is what is inside that will come out. Did you hear me? What is inside will come out. Or is when you're squeezed, is it love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, humility, or self-control? When you're squeezed, you will know them by their fruits. Especially in those circumstances, you will know what is inside. It's one cluster of love. Not fruits of the Holy Spirit. One cluster. A fruit of love. Because joy is love's music. Joy in spite of. Joy despite the circumstances. You will not erupt. Is love's agreement. You agree with your wife. You agree with your spouse. You agree you don't erupt like a volcano. Patience is love's endurance. This wife of mine has endured. She endures me because she loves me. Love's endurance, kindness is love's service because you love each other. You serve each other. Goodness is love's character, fruit of the Holy Spirit. Your character is goodness faithfulness is love's measure. To the measure you love God, to the measure that you love your spouse, you will be faithful. You will not go out looking for side dishes. Mm. To the measure you love God is the measure you'll be faithful to him. Joseph said, How can I do such a thing and sin against God? To the measure, to the measure you love your spouse is the measure you be faithful. Humility is love's strength. It's love's strength. Humility is a strength, it's not a weakness. Jesus, although he was equal to God, did not count equality with God something to hold on to. But he came down. emptied himself and died even on the cross. Therefore, he has been given a name above all names. Self-control Is love's discipline. It's love's discipline. You'll be self-controlled once you're filled with the Holy Spirit. There will be no volcanic eruptions once you're filled with the Holy Spirit. So as I close, you may ask, But how can I be filled with the Holy Spirit? Number one, be sure you are a Christian. Be sure you are born again. You need to be filled with him who indwells you. Romans 8, 9, you cannot be a Christian unless you have Holy Spirit in you. Be sure you're a Christian. How can you be sure? He says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. And as many as received him, as believed his name, he gave them the right and the power to become children of God. Just make a choice. So be sure. You are a Christian. Number two, desire to be filled. Hunger, thirst. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. On that great and last day, John 7, 37, 39, Jesus said, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me. From his innermost being will flow rivers, Of living water. Sam Isaiah 44 verse 3. Whoever is thirsty. Thirsts for God. Hunger. For God. Number three. Repent of all known sin. I know some of us have come after. Have taken that time. But as we have been sharing. Maybe the Lord has revealed to you. Some sins to repent of. Maybe you're not witnessing as you should. Maybe you're anxious. And yet the word of God says, have no anxiety about anything. Maybe you're not trusting God. Whatever it is, repent. Number four, surrender. Yield as my dad yielded. Yield. Surrender every area of your life. Yield it to God. That's why Jesus says in Luke 9.23, If any man would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to God. This is the most reasonable act of worship. Then, number five, appropriate the feeling of the Holy Spirit. Ask Him to fill you by faith, according to His command, and according to His promise. We're now going to go for practicals. Please stand up. Those of you in your living rooms or wherever you are, please do as we are doing stand up in honor of the Lord. Those who can. Those who can. By your standing, I see your desire to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So that step is already taken. Could there be anything, any sin that the Lord has shown you That you need to repent of. Let me give you a minute to ask the Lord to cleanse you. We thank you, Lord. You said, if we say we have no sins, we deceive ourselves. But if we confess them, you are faithful and just. Forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Thank you. Thank you for washing us clean. Now we are going to ask the Holy Spirit to fill us we said you can be filled again and again and again. So we're going to ask him to fill us again. Like a child. Demonstrate your desire. Just extend your hands. There's nothing magical there. You're saying, I want you to fill me. And I want you to pray. After me. Lord Jesus. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. This evening. I desire. That you fill me with the Holy Spirit. In accordance to your command in Ephesians 5.18 and in accordance to your promise in 1 John 5.14 I now receive the feeling of the Holy Spirit by faith and faith alone in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name Amen. Amen You can sit. Please sit down. As I close, some of you might be saying, hey, am I now filled? I'm not shaking. I have not been... I have not been slain by by the Spirit. I'm not crying. Second... Corinthians 5 7. We walk by faith, not by sight. An illustration, then I go back. We watch soccer at home, the Premier League, and almost everyone has a club, including Mama, who supports Bolton. She doesn't know even where Bolton is. We watch soccer. Now, when the Chelsea is scoring, lots and lots of emotions take place because we have more than one supporters. Some can shout. Others, as, eh? Someone is scoring, can also kick the ball. Joy, but we are different. So you cannot say that for you you are happier. You who have shouted than the other one who is laughing, we are watching the same match, different emotions. Continue to be filled with the Holy Spirit day by day, moment by moment, daily be ye being filled with the Holy Spirit. Practice what we call spiritual breathing. Don't get tired. May the Lord empower you to do what you couldn't do. In Jesus' name.